sorry I'm late. I uh, just pulled five beautiful, beautiful chicken legs out of the oven. So I love. Are they are they legs or thighs? They're straight up legs uh, because they're okay. cheaper. Um, yeah, not gonna lie. I'm more I'm more of a thigh man myself. Well, I mean, me too. But uh, they <laughs> they were cheaper. And uh, so I took the chicken thighs out of the oven, right? And they were sitting in all mm-hmm. that beautiful mm-hmm. fat that had just melted off. Mm-hmm. And they're in a cast mm-hmm. iron because you know I plan ahead. Because mm-hmm. I just take the chicken legs out, throw on some peppers and onions, and then throw on some black beans and some uh, some salt, pepper, some Dominican spices. Whew. So yeah, good. just just throw in the Dominican spices that you all have in your mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. pantries at home. <laughs> Goya, of course. Uh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, no, it's pretty much uh, this Norlands spice blend that I kind of modified so <clears throat> anyway my house smells incredible right now but i uh, yeah i haven't eaten any of it yet so it's just that's, sitting there in my kitchen as i record for the week right it is for the week yeah it's like meal prep so i don't okay. uh if if i don't do meal prep i just go get fast food and yeah. i can't do that <laughs> anymore that shit that shit ain't no good man shit ain't no good i have goals man um i have hashtag goals yeah. Yeah. In yeah. hashtag. That's the only way you know if they're real is that if you tweet about them. Mm-hmm. Hashtag new month, new me. Um, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Uh, so that's that's where you're at. Cool. Yeah. Where, where are you at? Um, I, in a surprisingly, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm, but my mood is great. Mm. Uh, but I've, I've spent the last week completely in my head. And hmm. and I think my my music taste has kind of uh, reflected that. Um, hmm. It's a little darker place than normal, but like I said, that hasn't really affected my mood. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, happens sometimes, I suppose. Your first More... few picks, um, all the music videos were themed around bondage. And yeah, uh, that, that's I don't know where that came yeah. from. Yeah. I mean, it changed. Cause... You changed some of your picks, so that's not the case anymore. But at first, like yeah. I don't. Your brain's been some interesting places this week it's not part of my life at all mm-hmm. um i mean it's fine if it is if in, in, i know yeah it's it would be fine yeah. but i it's not my thing and uh hmm. yeah sorry if that's an overshare for anybody out there but uh, really it's an undershare yeah, and that's a shame yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but i think i mean I, i'm we you you know me and and i know me as a bit of a masochist mm. um mm-hmm. I think that's kind of why those things are usually themed in some of the music that I listen to. Yeah. Um, but that's that's not how I choose to express that. Uh, <laughs> you just get it out mostly just by listening to music about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Just and then, and then yeah. running like 10 times farther than I should be able to. That is stupid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is very self-punishing. Oh, but it's so cathartic. Mm. That's been... That has replaced... Um, uh, uh, oh god, now I can't think of my old catchphrase. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, um, oh god, I'm so close. Yolo to the V. No, um, visceral. Visceral. Oh, Ca- yes. Cathartic. Cathartic has replaced visceral in my uh, vocab in the last two weeks. Wow. They've they've done a flip flop as far as how much I use them, which. Who knows what that says, but uh... <laughs> hmm. I mean, cathartic is a generally more positive word. 
than visceral. Yeah, yeah. So. I know, yeah, it's great. I, I think it reflects a lot in general. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I think I think there's a lot to be gleaned from, from the tracks that I picked up. But then uh, you kind of... You kind of mirrored mine mm-hmm. in a more mellow sort of yeah less less edgy manner i don't know i went with contemplative and then like just kind of positive uh, you know mm-hmm. changing seasons uh you've, yeah. posted, you've posted about this a bit on our our twitter over yeah at, at echo pod right yeah mm-hmm. uh you know changing seasons changing music uh we're we're I mean, I guess we're still not really deep into spring, but like close enough for me. I, um, in fact, we're what two days away. Is it that soon? Well, at the time we're recording, yeah, it's the twenty-first, right? Oh, is that not the spring equinox? I don't know. You or know way more about that stuff than I do. Or it's an equinox. Yeah. Okay. Two days. That's it. Okay. Cool. I think. Huh. I could be completely wrong. Well, either way, uh, I, I'm yeah. trying to listen to more uh, to to positive music and and stuff that makes me think but not too hard and i feel like i i got that okay i've Mm -hmm. I've been listening to straight power pop this week and straight up power pop well power pop but also a lot of pop punk a lot of yellow card fallout boy take you back sunday all sorts of stuff um Mm -hmm. but i only picked one song out of out of that vein so Mm -hmm. i i would like to start there if that's okay with you sure yeah with um uh, my with your power pop (laughs) all right cool so uh our first track we're talking about today is by newfound glory uh used to be a newfound glory and they used to have kind of a christian slant to them if you'll remember uh Uh but now they're newfound glory and they're secular they're not assholes about it they're just well they they realized that frosted tips and religion don't really go together (laughs) yeah they were too cool for it and (laughs) Being too cool for Christian music is not hard to do, uh, so they they pass that bar pretty damn quick. Um, yeah, but the song is not going to be one of their old school songs. It's actually one of their newer songs. I mean, ish. I think it's what 2010. But the song is called uh, "Too Good to Be." You have my heart in your hands. You have my heart, so don't don't let it go. Check my pressure. Patch me. kind of an upbeat fun thing i i love crowd songs when everybody sings along for choruses and stuff i think mm-hmm. that's that's so fun yep uh, and this is this is definitely the song that the lighters are saved for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's got hooks too and it's uh i'll, I'll find myself humming this one uh there's mm-hmm. another track off of this album i think the album is called coming home uh there's a song called boulders which is um the song itself is kind of boring, but at the very end of the song, there's this part where it goes, um, Yeah, and I, d- I didn't pick that song because most of the song is just boring, but that last part is just so beautiful, and it's just this crowd singing, and like that's that's something, for some reason, I have just playing through my head and repeat, too, where it's like, 
throw down your arms and wrap them both right around me. It's this whole thing of like, let's stop fighting and just like, you know, let's mm-hmm. stop fighting. Let's, let's hug it out. And, uh, yeah, 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 I know. And that's, it seems like a, I don't know, kind of a hackneyed idea now or some, maybe hackneyed mm-hmm. is not the right word, but hugging it out is kind of like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's like people say that in jest. Yeah, but, exactly. It's, it's more of like a way to be an asshole, you know, like, yeah. oh, come on, just hug it out. Just hug it out. It's like, no, yeah, you're, you're being an asshole. It's a lot of like undertones of homophobia written in there, too. Yeah, but this is like. this comes from an authentic place. But the actual song exactly, that I picked, yeah. uh, Too Good to Be, um, it's just fun. It's a love song. It's lighthearted. It's good natured. Uh, man. And and it kind of i mean it surprised me when i first because i had never heard this before you uh you mentioned it to me the other day Mm -hmm. and uh it surprised me as far as how what i thought newfound glory could sound like yeah Um, because my newfound glory is uh the sticks and stones album (laughs) i love that. so that's that's oh it's so great yeah um but this completely changed what i thought they might be capable of mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. cool to see it's like you said in the pre-show this is way more jimmy world than it is newfound glory mm-hmm. really which god jimmy world gets better and better every time i listen to them oh seriously because we're their age now <laughs> like yeah i know it's so older so weird yeah it is it's cool it's really cool to listen to jimmy world and be like wow this is pop music but it has so much depth it's like something corporate so much yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. Good yeah, stuff. this um, and it, it's your traditional newfound glory, uh, timestamp of th- less than three minutes long. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, which is also plays right into their strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they know how to get it in and out of stuff, and I appreciate yeah, that. Which is there's there's an art to that for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's again like one of my favorite things about punk is that it it it's good at knowing when to stop, and mm-hmm. these guys are good at that. And even though I mean. This song, I can't imagine if this song was four minutes. If they threw another verse in and another chorus and stuff, I'd just be like, okay, I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, this is definitely long enough. And they didn't, yeah, they really don't need, like, the the last bridge that sounds, like, a little bit different than any other. Nah, but you can't have a song without a bridge verse. these days. Yeah. Sad. Bridge over <sighs> troubled something. <laughs> bridge over trebled waters i don't know oh jesus no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's where we're at tonight is mm, it yeah i guess we're still in the pun zone i didn't i didn't want to be you don't choose Welcome this life pun zone. You know? no yeah no the pun life chooses you i know <sighs> sad i was so good there for a bit uh mm-hmm. so what's uh what do you have for your picks well I'm trying to, yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to, but <laughs> if that wasn't an ominous intro, I don't know what was. Mm. Um, I just, I, I'm trying to think of the logical order um, for mine. And I think, I think I have to start with the, uh, the Fantagram song. Mm. Um, okay. So this song is by a band called Fantagram. I'm sure you all have heard of them. Uh, and the track is You Don't Get Me High Anymore.
obviously a little more edgy than, yeah. than our opener. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a departure. Yeah. Um, but I, and I've, you know, this is I, in the pre-show we were talking a little bit, and I said that my my tracks this week are my tour de force in pop music. Um, <laughs> yeah, because to me this is this is total million. pop music. Yeah, this has a whopping <laughs> five million YouTube views. Whoa. <laughs> that's super popular I, so this this song's on a radio station in in missoula mm. um pretty regularly hmm. and so that automatically makes it pop for me i don't know why but <laughs> yeah. anyway um the the subject matter is more what i'm interested in uh i i obviously enjoy the edginess of the of the instrumentation here and um always a fan of a good bridge and a a good uh you know, um, transition into the chorus that's very lightly, um, instrumented is not a word. I'm trying to, <laughs> how would you? No, I know what you mean though, because like the pre-chorus yeah. really does, it backs off so much and it's almost like a tropical war sound. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like really backs off this and is... then it comes right back with full synth, full everything. This course. is why we're not talking about the technical stuff anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how to describe yeah, I don't it, know. but that sounds that sound. like music. <laughs> but the what I'm really what I'm really getting after here, um, why this song has been clicking with me so much is just the whole idea of it. Um, I think plays well into a societal shift. I think we might be feeling the effects of just a little bit mm. um, of like. Are, I don't know, like, are, to me, I of course, this is such an easy message to uh, personalize um, of, of something or someone not getting you high anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously a very, very uh, easy connection to make with drugs or substances. Um, almost an even easier connection to make with a person. Um, but what I, kind of what I've been connecting it to is just our lifestyle and our, our, possessions and everything that we've come to know as american life Mm -hmm. and there's just this general sense of discomfort and 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 displeasure with with what we've been doing and what we spend our lives doing i mean people have to medicate themselves to stay happy with their lives you know and a lot some of that is not a chemical imbalance it's just people being upset with what they do with their lives and like there has to be a breaking point yeah yeah there has to be a point where people can step back step outside of themselves and say this isn't this just doesn't work for me anymore and i i think that's we're kind of pointing ourselves in a direction of everyone coming to a consensus that the way we live now just doesn't do it anymore it's just too yeah superficial something stopped working uh yeah and I, I feel like we're on the precipice of that, uh, and unfortunately, um, or I don't know. Unfortunately, I feel like we've taken a giant step backwards recently. But yeah, that also that also may have inspired a lot more people to feel like that than there were before. Though I don't know. I, I tend to think, um, at least speaking for like our generation, um, which is I guess all I can speak for for the most part because that's most of who i interact with um but there's there's lots of people that have these visions and want a better world and want to make a better world and i think part of it is realizing that um you need to work really really hard 
to make anything happen and to make any kind of change. Like, I, I think we're all smashing against the realization that you can't just hope. It's it's mm-hmm. not enough to hope. It's not enough to to want and to dream. Like, at a certain point, people need to be putting in the work. And yeah. that's kind of like a, a not very fun realization when you're just reminded, like, oh, yeah, I can't do much oh, yeah. of anything without... I have to work for this. I have to work for this. And, and yeah. like... I may have to take even a, a crappy job just so I can pay my bills so that hopefully I can one day do this thing that actually interests me. And like, we're kind of all getting caught up and realizing like, Oh, <laughs> like this might not be as easy as I thought. And mm-hmm. that's really disappointing. And for a, a lot of people. And I mean, it's always been the reality. It's just like the previous generations were told that their entire lives, like, Nope, you work hard all this is aiming for is like you hope you get a good job and you work a lot of hours and you work hard and at the end you get to retire and and, yeah. and i think we were sold a bill of goods where it's like we get to have fun before all of that we get to have fun during all of that we get to you know yeah we we get to do the good stuff and like before we retire and stuff and i still think that's yeah. true but in order to make that happen you have to work very very hard uh yeah and and you also have to learn to appreciate life around that too, like life around working and and I don't know, it's just it's a weird part of growing up. Yeah, I yeah I I think maybe it's more just a place in my life that I'm at where this lifestyle that I've been I mean I've never really bought into, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm absolutely bought out of <laughs> sold out of it now I guess of like of this conventional sort of owning a house and a car and a family and all that same old same old song and dance that we've been sold forever yeah, you know yeah it's it's really kind of annoying to hear people rant against it now so i'm not going to but <laughs> i think i think maybe i'm just at the point in my life where i, I have fully realized that that's not for me mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this song communicated to me is like oh hey maybe other people are feeling the same yeah, and it seems like the singer really does. I mean, she sings of how she feels like she's a mannequin or she's like coming in from a UFO, like she is an outsider in this world and she craves something and like yeah, she found it in this person or she found it in this drug, but she's come to realize that like no, 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 she wants like a perma high. She wants like mm-hmm. she wants an entirely different lifestyle and mindset. It's not enough mm-hmm. just to get high. It's it, she wants to just be in a permanently altered state of mind, a permanently like escalated out of the societal norms. So, yeah. 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 I, I think, yeah, that's another, I mean, sorry, I've got, I got more to say about this song than I thought I did. <laughs> that's um, okay. Uh, just, and that's a, kind of another thing I've kind of transitioned into lately is I spend a lot of time with people at work that are, I mean, they basically survive from one hangover to the next and mm. like <laughs> be it be it booze or drugs or and i mean nothing nothing serious like weed and recreational drugs yeah but yeah always talking about like where they're gonna get their next high or where they're gonna you know go get wasted next and i just i'm finding out that that is not anything i'm even close to being interested in and it's it's driving me away from doing any of that ever you know i'm i'm a fairly experimental person but i i'm just so sick of watching other people just 
I don't know, just try to escape reality mm-hmm. in in all these. But I, then again, I do the same thing with with fantasy worlds and stuff. So I don't know. It <laughs> do what you will, yeah. I yeah. guess. But uh, it's just. I mean, it's proven to be terrible for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why that's why I don't like seeing people throw themselves down these holes. But anyway, I'm just. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling sick and tired of the whole thing. I'm tired of people being mad about stuff. Like, anger is so overplayed these well, days. It's a culture of like. outrage. It really is. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just so tired of it. It just doesn't, it's lost its, it's lost its potency. Everything. Like, parties, like, the party and lifestyle has totally lost its potency. Being angry all the time has, I just, I'm thirsty for something else and i think that this really this song really just summed it up for me at the right time hmm. Hmm. that's good it's uh anyway it also has bondage so that's nice yeah yeah, yeah was, i mean yeah hmm. for for those of you that make that <laughs> that easy easy connection to this then there's that <laughs> uh so i i guess we're two songs in so i'll just plug our website real quick uh yeah we have we have and our, our new blog a which blog. isn't so new anymore but yeah it's a few weeks old mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it's in its infancy but we got into the echo.com that was available strangely enough because uh, like like you said it's just us and the bon jovi song so mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and at into the echo.com you can find us kind of writing about <clears throat> some of the songs and videos and and things we've been thinking about and and much more eloquent than um, what you'll hear in this episode because we get to yeah. edit <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> yeah, there's only so much I can yeah, do no- chopping up these these rants and stuff. You know, for the most part, nothing like <laughs> nothing like that that mindless drivel that you just heard for the last 15 <laughs> minutes of me trying to get my feelings together. No, it's fine. That's what they're here for. <laughs> they know what they're in for. It's season. <laughs> yeah. It's season two, man. They know it's what's season up. two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No rules. You know I'm going to ride the season two train for like a couple of years, right? <laughs> Into season three. <laughs> season three is going to be utter chaos. I mean, yeah. if, the, if the theme of season two is anarchy, then I don't... <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what season three would even be. It's just going to be a synth wilderness for, for days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> are, we are we old enough to reference our old, our old shows? <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, that was a whopping two weeks ago, guys. Hope you yeah. remember. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I'm I'm gonna do a little bit of a tonal shift. Um, sure. Though less less a dramatic of a tonal. Well, musically, it's a big time tonal shift, but thematically, mm-hmm. maybe not. Uh, mm-hmm. So the song I want to talk about is called "Grand Hotel" by a little known <laughs> artist named uh, Regina Spector. Somewhere below the Grand Hotel. There is a tunnel that leads straight to hell But no one comes up for the souls anymore They come for some comfort and for the dance floor And hiding sharp horns under fedoras Do not disturb signs instead of a chorus They toss and turn till the dawn comes On soft sheets till the dawn comes No one sleeps at the Grand Hotel Wait, she's she's little known. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, good. I was I thought you were being I nah, thought you were being serious. That's just being coy. But uh, her piano skills, man, she is 
so good. She's been playing for years and years and years. You guys probably heard uh, Begin to Hope is probably her best known album. It has a song called Fidelity on it that uh, got a lot of radio play. Uh, but she is just a beast on piano. And mm-hmm. yeah, I heard this song first time I heard it was live on Prairie Home Companion. And um, I just thought it was so beautiful uh, because it, is. it talks, hmm, it kind of references a, a simpler time. And what this reminded me of is, um, did you ever read American Gods? No, by Neil Gaiman. Yeah, they're doing a TV show of that yeah. soon, too. Oh, huh. Huh. But uh, the general idea of American Gods is that um, when people came to colonize America, they, they created new gods to kind of fit with what they were doing. Like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of examples. It's been a long time. But um, there was like a god of kind of luck and there was a god of lust. And there were all the, the like St. Valentine and stuff like that. Like they took, they mm-hmm. took the the god of saint valentine's day and kind of made that its own thing like this goddess of love and then they took this goddess of luck and then they took this goddess of a harvest and stuff like that um but slowly as america has changed um we've forgotten a lot of those gods and kind of left them behind and and now the goddess of love just kind of hangs around strip clubs because that's nobody's really worshiping the idea of love anymore you know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like the 60s and 70s where there were all these people just peace and love, peace and love. And there were all these people fueling and praising this God of love. Um, but nowadays, most of these gods are just kind of kicking around scroungy clubs, taking all the all the hits that they can get of of worship. Um, mm-hmm. So it's an interesting book. And this song kind of reminds me of that because it talks about how <laughs> the there's a place in this hotel where the devils will come up from hell and, and just, just take some time away from hell. Just, just lay on a soft <laughs> bed and just, that's great. That that imagery is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they never actually get to sleep. They never fall asleep and, but they do, they sleep on soft beds and they dance on the dance floor and it's just kind of, um, and they try to hide their horns under fedoras. I love that wordplay. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's just kind of this beautiful image of these these demons and stuff like that. Who uh, these days, man, demons have a lot of work to do, and they are very mm-hmm. very active. And there's a lot of there's a lot of dark forces in this world. I mean, there always are, but whatever. But the, just the idea that the demons are just like, nah, you know what? I just I just want to dance, and I just want to just lay on a soft bed. I don't know. It speaks to me for some reason. I think it's just beautiful. Um, and the song just details a really uh, kind of de- tricky way to get there because it's this hidden away, just little forgotten place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's a nice metaphor for, I, I don't know, even recalling a world like this um, is, it can profoundly change your worldview in general. Just like, thinking about how things could be different yeah and and thinking of how just simpler things used to be and Mm -hmm. and i guess people have probably been saying that since the dawn of time like remember when it's simpler remember when it's simpler. yeah but really though like remember when it was simpler like yeah there was a time where we weren't just constantly bombarded and constantly our our attention span is just being fought for so much by everybody that just by going out into the world is exhausting for me at least, mm-hmm. because there's just yeah, so many no. things, so many things trying to get my attention. There's, there's billboards and ads and, and everything. 
and I'm just trying to like live my life simply. And mm-hmm. I still can't leave my house without just bombardment of, of everything. And it's just, a. the song just reminds me of just trying to harken back to older times and simpler times and just to find rest and solace in that. So mm-hmm. that's, that that's for great. Me. Yeah, man. I, I'm listening to that song in the background and your, your speech over this song was just very moving. <laughs> oh, thanks man. <laughs> it just fit perfectly. It was great. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's my little rant for the day i just I like that that's that's good it, it, it's not only that i wish that things were simpler it's just that i wish that things could be simpler like mm-hmm. now to get the to get my type of like dream world i would i would just have to live or i would have to move to just a much smaller city and mm-hmm. i would have to kind of greatly cut back on the types of services that i use and i wish there was more room for compromise i wish that i could live in a place that had both access to the types of stores and stuff that I'm interested in, but not the drawbacks. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. I, I don't know if things will balance back out and people will respect time and privacy and space a lot more in the future, or if it's just going to keep going in this direction and I will need to move to somewhere even more um, isolated. You're just a, you're just a typical millennial wanting your cake and eating it too. <laughs> exactly. That is so typical true. <laughs> lazy trash. Oh. oh no i'm just i'm trying to i'm trying to be the other voice mm, you're trying to be the little the little demon mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hoping hoping that you'll lash out against it like like i know you can no i'm pretty mellow right now man i just have all yeah, these good. awesome smells in my nose oh god that's amazing mm. that's all you need man that's all you need yeah some peppers and onions oh i I kind of fell back in love with um, good food these last couple of weeks. Nice. Um, That's a good thing. Yeah. As, as part of, you know, like hashtag new year, new life, new me. Uh, <laughs> I, I need to change my relationship with food if I'm going to eat better food. Um, mm-hmm. And my stomach kind of was giving me problems a couple of weeks ago to where I actually had to like go to a doctor and stuff. That's a very long story short, but, um, I've, I've come yeah. to, I've, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've come to realize that, uh, I do need to change my relationship with what I eat and why I eat it. And, and I need to stop settling and I need to stop being mm-hmm. okay with just like, Oh, well this fills me up. So that's fine. Like, that, nope. that, that can't be, that can't be our relationship to food. No, no. I'd, I'd rather be hungry until I can get real food because mm-hmm. and and that's part of it too. I need to be okay with being hungry. Even that, even if it's we just we are for... we're on the same wavelength. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I it's 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 kind of empowering <laughs> to be hungry. Yeah. Because you can train yourself to derive happiness from things besides being sated, which I mean when you're normally our reaction is when you get hungry to mm-hmm the only way to be happy again is to eat. Yeah. And that's been my relationship. And, and I would really, as soon as I got hungry, I'd be like, all right, well, what am I going to eat? And that would be like my focus for the next half hour, even if it mm-hmm. me- meant settling on fast food, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's an interesting thing to, it's an interesting world to get involved in. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's very, 
very Eastern. <laughs> it is. And, and it's kind of in the same way that I need, need to change my relationship with food and the way that I approach it. I need to change my relationship with my body and how I approach it. And I, and I need mm-hmm. to be a better listener and I need to give myself a chance and a way to listen. Uh, it's, it's one thing to say I need to listen to my body, but what that requires is like, okay, when and how, yeah. what, what does that actually look like? And yeah, your, your body needs a channel to communicate. Yeah. And I, and with. I feel like I've plugged all of those channels because I don't want to hear about it. You know, I've just kind of ignored it, especially like mm-hmm. as, as like you move and get stressed out or you gain weight or whatever, your body is telling you all sorts of stuff. And mm-hmm. even to where it's like, I found myself editing whatever, two podcasts ago. And I had to edit out my breathing because I was breathing heavy because apparently I breathe heavy enough for a microphone to pick it up now. And I'm like, that's not okay. That That's not normal. Yeah. I'm like, that's not normal. And that's not okay. And I'm like, that is my body telling me something. That is my body saying I'm exerting more effort than I was built to and more effort mm-hmm. than I want to just to breathe. And that's not okay. And I, I'd rather, yeah, I, I just need to look at things and I need to listen closely and I need to give myself a chance to listen. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at, but I'm falling back in love with good food. It's getting to where it's like, I was presented, I, I, I um, ate good all last week and then Friday was a cheat day. And it's like, oh yeah, I can go to the grocery store and get one of those, you know, like, fried chicken with mashed potatoes and and mac and cheese and stuff like that i'm like i can get that for lunch and not feel bad because i've eaten really good every other day so i'm just gonna sit and enjoy this and honestly man i did not enjoy it like no it once you once you cook for yourself yeah fairly often and and eat fairly well that stuff tastes like total shit which it tastes like what it is yeah and it's like i I don't know. I just, I just kind of wished that I could have my like rice and beans and chicken. Yeah. Back. Yeah. God. yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how quickly that your perception changes. Yeah. Cause on it, what's good. It had only been like a week, but it was a week of like being really good to myself and, mm-hmm. and like, Oh, I have a sweet tooth. I'm eating berries instead of whatever. So yeah, exactly. And it was hard, but like, man, to see results that fast where it's like, wow, it's been, less than a full week and i'm already noticing a difference in how my body craves things and yeah yeah so i i to me that's a signal that it's like okay you're going in the right direction keep it up yep um because it's not hurting anybody it's just it's helping myself and it's loving myself and it's giving myself a chance to thrive and exactly yeah i need to do that so Anyway, that's a rant over. <laughs> well, no, you're uh, you're bringing your body back to a simpler time, just like uh, Regina yeah, Spector. Exactly. So getting uh, back to the basics. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's amazing, man. That's great. Mm. Uh, I'm not like I'm. Hmm. I'm trying. I'm working on the same thing for for me and and Jen, trying to kind of get us to do that more often. If yeah. Fewer fewer taken baked pizzas and more. <laughs> <laughs> more salads (laughs) yeah you have the advantage of working at like a good food store and and getting Mm -hmm. um discounts which always helps Mm -hmm. but and being yeah being surrounded by people that worry about well not worry but people that are conscious about food all day long Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh definitely helps yeah but keeps my mind on that 
Yeah. But you also like anyone reach the end of the day and you're like, okay, I just need food. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's, it's been, it's been a nice test and discipline to, uh, to see if I have the patience to still cook something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard to, and that's why I tend to, um, cook more and more in advance and like try to always have like some form of meal just in the fridge like leftovers or something that like even Mm -hmm. if i don't feel like cooking it's like it's cool because you know it's kind of like when the sober version of you takes care of the drunk version of you or like vice versa uh Mm -hmm. it's kind of like that where it's like i'm trying to take care of future clark too and look out for Mm -hmm. him so when future clark is hungry and wants to just cave in and get some shit food then oh good thing past clark is looking out and he has some good stuff in the freezer so like Mm -hmm. yeah trying to do that too but there's a lot to it and it's and it's hard and it it feels expensive the first few times but once you build like your back stock um it's like my friend Alyssa was talking about like doing your flower run when you're like first setting up a new kitchen and you just end up spending all this money on all this basic stuff. And you're like, Oh man, life is expensive. Cooking is expensive. And it's like, no, no, no. It's just that one. This is mm-hmm. you stocking your pantry. And from mm-hmm. here on out with that flour that you bought, you can make like endless pie crusts. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just need to make this initial investment. So that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. But uh, I guess to get back to music, if that's okay. I'll oh yeah, away. sorry guys. Uh, yeah, this we, is a music podcast, or <laughs> eh. maybe we did we did we enterprise salt and fat, one of our favorite ex podcasts of all time. Oh, I love salt and fat the podcast. Check it out, guys. Salt and fat is it's um it's done. It was just kind of like a one and done, like w- the equivalent of one or two seasons, and then they called it good. Um, but salt and fat, it's really good. It's two foodies just talking about how they do stuff and why they do it. And, and they get really detailed when they need to be. And then they back off when they need to, um, mm-hmm. actually yeah, very well done. Yeah. I follow one of the guys on Instagram and he cooks the most intricate stuff like all the time. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how many <laughs> hours he has in his day to just make like a lamb curry every night. But anyway, <sighs> it's so good. That's the life. Yeah. Uh, but the, the next song that you chose is actually, I mean, we've been speaking about um, being mean to yourself and mm-hmm. and maybe not listening to signals and and not listening to red flags and yeah. Um, I feel like your your next pick actually goes really well into that. So, <laughs> yeah, that's what this is all about, basically. Yeah. Um, so next track, yeah, it's uh, called "The Cops" and it's by K. Flay. You're making my will. Say you wanted me, but you never wanted me You wanted my hunger instead You're making my will weak, this pit in my chest Told me all about her, then you swallowed those words And snuck in my bed But even if the cops Not a happy song, Riley. No, it's not. But there's something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's there's something that makes this so accessible. And when you're listening to her sing this, you kind of you can't help but have empathy. Um, 
it, it, I mean, if you're not capable of sympathy in this situation, at least you can have empathy because it kind of inspires you in that way. Yeah. Um, and, and for, but by the end of, by the end of my first couple times through this song, I, I came about this because I was really into it. I've really been into another couple K Flay songs mm-hmm, and then I mm-hmm. just found this one at random, but yeah, by the, by the last, by a few times through, I just, I really, really felt like I connected with what she was trying to communicate here, even if I've never experienced it myself. Yeah. And I guess for those who couldn't really tell from the cut that we played, um, this is a song largely about domestic abuse and being in an abusive relationship. Uh, but it, like most, or like like a lot of domestic relation, abuse relationships, when the when her partner, the guy, was good, he was really good. And, and he made her feel really happy. And he was a charmer and a smooth guy and just like all this. So it's like, because of how good he was when he was good, she was she's trying to ignore and push away all of the bad times and and the chorus mm-hmm. comes in and she's saying even if the cops come calling or even if the cops come what is it yeah yeah i'll never talk i'll never talk because when the highs are high it's so good that she just you know she she focuses on that instead of the lows um yeah which i mean that's a survivor's this... attitude that's a yeah like you said it's easy to sympathize with that because we all do that. We're we're all trying to convince ourselves that lives are good, even if they're not. I mean, I've been trying to convince myself that everything's fine. I'm good. I'm happy. Everything's great. But like, I feel like I've known better for long enough that like mm-hmm. it, it's taken a few kind of things happening to me and, and me clicking a few things together in my mind to realize it's like, oh, wait, no this isn't okay and i need to make changes and it, and it's not it's no longer like a, a thing of convenience i want to make changes it's at the point now where it's like nope i i can no longer ignore these negative things i need yeah. changes so yeah yeah and i i i think we're kind of in a very similar place <laughs> it's so funny um, man i feel like this happens I, all I know. the time it does but i think we're just the right age you know where we're making all these mm. all these kind of dramatic realizations where, but this time, you know, these are the same realizations you make when you're young. I mean, younger. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it's just, we're drawing from a deeper pool. The finality. Yeah. The finality of our decisions doesn't really set in until now where (laughs) we have to do it. Yeah. Otherwise we can't, you know, it's like, and I mean, yeah, this, this song is very, very much involved with an abusive relationship, but, it's just, I mean, just the whole feeling of it is so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's so easily adaptable. And there's a line that I especially liked, and you, you confirmed it, but she says, um, mm-hmm. say you wanted me, but you never wanted me. You wanted my hunger instead. Um, like, yeah. I, I guess I don't that's, know what that's that one of those that's, means. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those that you can't define like easily. <laughs> yeah, but in your heart, you know what it means. Yeah, it's like he wanted her hunger, and that—that's what he wanted. Was that hunger? That's such a yeah. That like a, a embodiment of hunger is such a such an easy thing to imagine. Yeah, um, that that you can kind of place that phrase, but. Mm. 
God, what a that that is a cool line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it speaks volumes to the relationship and and what he was trying to take away from her. It's it's not just that mm-hmm. he was mean. It's not just that he was violent. It's that he was taking a very particular piece of her, and that is something mm-hmm. that's especially hard to get back for yourself. Mm-hmm. If someone is taking your hunger, if someone is taking your passion, where do you find the hunger and passion to get out of that, to to self-actualize and to realize your situation? Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's taking away her means of escape, not physically yeah. but mentally. So, yes, um, I love the I love the the uh, binary. I guess. Yeah, it's, I guess binary would be the mm-hmm. word, but the binary imagery of the music video where it's there are flashes of like a, a mannequin. Oh, like yeah, a, yeah. Half, a half mannequin. And then it it flashes between her wrapped up in a blanket with a with a beer in her hand mm-hmm. and flashes then to a mannequin. It's like the image of the ideal image of perfection mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the image of reality. You know, it's it's just very clever. It is. And it's funny because I was bouncing back and forth between your two picks and um, Fantagram actually has a line about how she is a, a mannequin. She sings a line yeah, about it, being a mannequin. <laughs> and, and it was There's like... There's more, more to my connection than I thought. Yeah, yeah. And it's... it's uh, It really is strange how similar these two songs are for being such different vibes. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, one is talking about how, of course, she is craving something more. What is that sound? Oh, forgot to turn my heater off. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I had to change my studio setup this time around, so a little bit different. Um, anyway, yeah, it's crazy how, how similar these two songs are for being about different subjects and for being different genres. So Yeah. <sighs> Man. Good stuff, though. I like this... Uh, cop song even though it's sad yeah um yeah it's it just it makes you think yeah it puts you in it it's it's not a positive song but it, i think it puts you in a, a decent headspace yeah because you don't hate her you don't hate him no. really and no. i don't think she's calling yeah. for you to hate him uh she's yeah. just telling her story you know yeah hmm it's good stuff yeah, well, that, yeah, this is this is sending me into <laughs> even more of a introverted mindset. You've listened to it too many times, man. You got to pause the video. <laughs> oh God, yeah, no. Okay. Well, man, yeah. What else to say? It's a. Uh, I feel good. I feel good after this week. I feel good. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna run this week. Nice. Yeah, good. Yeah, me too. I'm going tomorrow. Nice. It's gonna be just perfect on Wednesday. To. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be nice. Nice. Uh, nice release for sure. Yeah. When I ran, it was a couple weeks back. Now I had to travel and all that, and then the weather was crap. But uh, I was so sore for the next few days. But man, it was that yeah. good sore. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That that'll happen the first couple times after you haven't done it for a while. It just makes me feel so alive, man. I love it. It. It does. It's just like, yeah. oh man, I have it's a great. body that does things, and there's all these. Yeah, and parts. my muscles. Yeah. yeah. My muscles are responding to being used. Mm. I love it. I love it because so much of the exercise and, and stuff that I do, even at work and stuff, it's so much anaerobic. It's so much like lift this heavy thing, move this heavy thing, and like you'll get sore, but. Mm-hmm. 
it's not the same as the full range of motion that comes with running. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot more. Yeah. My, my wrist is sore because I've hammered all day, but it's not nearly as rewarding as a nice full body sore. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Hmm. Man, spring is here. Couldn't have come. Yeah, it's trying. Yeah, it's trying real hard. Making a good push. Yep. Hmm. Well, that might be all I have tonight, buddy. Yeah, I know. I I feel good. I feel feel like I definitely got something out of that. Sent me to some some good head spaces. That's for sure. Nice. Well, if uh, you guys have any songs that take you to a similar space, definitely hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter at EchoPod. Uh, also at intotheecho.com. Um, yeah, on our new website. And yeah, yeah. check in uh, pretty regularly because Cork and I like to write, as it turns mm-hmm. out, when we have a space to do so. So uh, yeah, come come read, yeah. hang out, let us know what you think. And we have so many stuff just like drafted right now. So many things yeah. to work on. <laughs> so. so many fragments of ideas. Yeah. It's good. So, but it's coming together. So thanks, uh, mm-hmm. thanks again for tuning in. I saw there's a another little spike on listeners so thank you so much for um finding us feel free to share this with your friends and um yeah we'll talk to you later Even if I don't hit again, dog, are you fucking kidding? My hat, my shoes, my coat, Louis Vuitton sticks with Donald Teller Versace. That's Louis Vuitton, bitch. I think Hennessy, I drink, I'm gone off that Bacardi, Lamona, Corona. I'm zoning. Class back in session, so I up to the grade. In two years, the Wayne Wayne became.